everybody. Uh, here at uh, Fisher's Chatham Tap, I uh, just want to let you know that we are, you're probably wondering who these crazy people up on the stage are. Uh, our, our names is the Permanent Relegation Podcast. Uh, we do a soccer podcast here every Tuesday. So obviously it's a soccer bar. Uh, apologize if you're, if you're not here for a podcast, but we've got some two special guests here this evening. So definitely uh, want to get to them here in just a second. More special than us. So Def- everybody's more special than us. Obviously uh, here at Fisher's Chatham, We've got the Upland t- uh, Tap Takeover. So, uh, Chris, do you want to go ahead and yeah. the beers? Yeah, tonight make sure, uh, obviously, support local beer. Um, that's one of the big things that we have stri- strived to do since we uh, started this podcast. Uh, but tonight, Upland has their Wheat Ale, their Dragonfly IPA, uh, their Campside Session IPA, which is delicious, yeah. by the way, uh, barrel-chested barley wine, uh, their Bachness Monster Doppelbach, and their Champagne Velvet Pilsner. Uh, all fantastic beers. Try all of them, but then drive safely home. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> and, of course, we're live on YouTube, right. uh, youtube.com slash permanent relegation. You can tweet us at PR Podcast Show uh, using the hashtag BYBcast to ask any questions for our guests. Uh, of course, as always, I'm drinking. We just went through the Upland Tap Takeover, but the official beer of the Permanent Relegation Podcast, as well as the Brickyard Battalion, is the Full 90 Pale Flat Ale. 12. Chuck, right. have you tried the Full 90 yet? I don't drink. Okay, that's right. <laughs> no. Corey, but I'm you? sure it's I lovely. I haven't, but I, I need to. All right. Our guest this that's evening. It. Chuck's gone. So you hear <laughs> Chuck's out of here. Just so you know, the voices are. I am Andy, as usual. Chris. Chris over here. Across yep. the table from us, uh, Indy 11 Defender. Corey. Corey Miller. And WTHR's uh, very own Chuck Lofton. Good to be with you guys. Tonight. Thanks for coming on, guys. Well, we. she had made a joke before you got here that, um, well... There's a chance, what if Chuck doesn't show up, and you're going to have two pieces of bad news. One, Chuck's not coming, and two, that means there's bad weather. Uh, <laughs> so, that's right. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, you did kind of make a, make a, uh, a caveat that if the weather permitting, you'll be here. Right, and but, it's just beautiful out there right now. But it, when things pop off, you've got to head back into the... Uh, I'm going to make him like just naturally say so many weather phrases, <laughs> and it's just absolutely beautiful out there today with a stunning 67 degrees in least cloudy. Right. I've got to get that out of my system. Yeah, no, right. no, I want it because it's going to be so good. It's, and of course, very casual podcast, so um, you know, if anybody has questions that's out there listening here at Fisher's Chatham or on Twitter, make sure that you get them in so that we can get the we can get the uh, questions rolling through. But uh, as usual, we'll just start with uh, kind of getting to know the guests, and uh, we'll start with you, Corey. Uh, I kind of want to know, obviously, a little bit about your story. You you kind of came in the end of the season yep. last season. Where did you come from when you got picked up from uh, India for Indy Eleven? Well, I was playing in L.A. Uh, probably 12 months prior, and then I didn't get picked up. I went on trial with Orlando City and a few other places and ended up going overseas trying to pick up a contract, and when I came back, I was just trying to train. So I wasn't even trying to sign with Indy. I was out there just training, and just happened there was a spot open, so signed, and it's better to play in games than just train for <laughs> like six weeks, eight weeks. And you're yeah. local too, right? Yeah, You're yeah. from around here. Yeah, my family lives in Zionsville, so it's pretty nice. So what was it like to come back? And I know that you and Chuck were kind of talking about it before we kind of went on the air, but what was it like to, to come back and, and play for, for the home team? And when did you start to hear the, about uh, a team coming here? It was actually kind of strange. They, uh, when they first announced the team uh, in the paper, they actually have my picture in the paper because my wow. uh, my rookie year I played for Carolina in the league. Right. So all of a sudden my parents are sending me pictures like, hey, you know you're in the paper? Uh, Indy's <laughs> getting a new team. I was like, what? 
Oh, there's there's a picture of me playing for Carolina. <laughs> did, did I get signed? Yeah, did yeah. I, to, I was like, traded? I was like, oh, I'm in. I mean, <laughs> next year when they actually start, shoot, I'm in. Right. It didn't work out that way, but Think your eventually here. worked out. Yes. D- please do it. Go, man. Don't go even ahead. Hear. Yeah, I'm just going to clear you a spot. Just the go the listeners it, know when, when the waiter comes up for, with either food or beer, we can have a nice little pause. Right. So, uh, for team nutritionist, I'm eating a delicious salmon sandwich. Uh-oh. And keep, fruit. Keep well, remember, remember you've got to make weight. You have to make weight. Yeah, Here's right. looking at you, Christian. <laughs> I'll give you 40 pounds, Corey. Yeah, right. <laughs> I could use a few. Well, yeah, because uh, maybe because we have the, the the big bald assassin. I don't know about yeah. the big part. Your so Twitter let's handle. Talk about that let's talk quick. about your Twitter handle. We have this All guy right. walk in. Yes, he's very tall, not necessarily big, and there's definitely nothing bald. We have this luscious man beard there's here. A quite a bit of irony now because I have more hair than most people, but. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, when I was uh, in Carolina and going into my second year, I ended up uh, just getting alopecia. Don't know why. Mm. Lost all my hair. Uh, had like little bits and pieces here or there. So over about the next 12 months, pretty much all of it fell out. Did a bunch of treatments and it all came back. Whoa. More luscious than wow. ever. This, this I, need, I, need, I need some of that. See, this is your proverbial <laughs> tale of why you don't immediately go in and make fun of somebody's Twitter name, yeah, and then they come back is. and go, so Bad, I have a serious I'll, medical condition. A, a uh, sad story right. No, that. it's great, though. It's fun. <laughs> I got here now. <laughs> All right. It was uh, actually a radio station in L.A. like dubbed me Big Bald Assassin, so I was like, well, I have a pretty boring Twitter handle. I might as well change it to that. What was the Twitter handle beforehand? Uh, it was like Corey Miller underscore 16. Because it had to be because there was like one million Corey yeah, Millers, yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, it right. was like 16 <laughs> digits long. I was like, all right, I right. don't know what to do. How do we follow you? I don't know. If yeah. you find it, let me know what my yeah, Twitter exactly. handle is. Right. So, uh, so when the team got announced, your face was on the article. That was it. And when did, when did they actually reach out to you to say, hey, you know, or did you reach out to them? How, how, did that, how does that work? It, it kinda, it's a different journey with each person. Yeah. So how did that kind of work to you getting on the team? Well, originally I uh, was interested, and then when Orlando City called, I thought, man, that's a great opportunity. They're going to go to MLS, you know, a year later. So I went out there, and when it didn't work out, I had my agent contact um, them. It's because of Kaká. They just couldn't afford you anymore. Yeah, that's that's what it was. Gosh, all my money went to Kaká. Right. (laughs) But, uh, All the city's money went to Kaká. Yeah, yeah. Everyone's money went to Kaká. But, yeah, so I contacted them. I came in for – they were already – a month or two into preseason and they didn't have any more space when I came in so I trained for a week and then ended up over the summer going over to Finland and Sweden and uh, just had a team that was interested but decided I didn't want to came back and then contacted them again and they were like oh yeah come in to train I was like all right sweet stay fit live at home and then (laughs) mom meatloaf yeah oh yeah (laughs) it was great living at home was awesome but yeah, so then they free, were like, right? hey, why don't you just sign? And I was like, that's, that's great. That's weird how many people have, have gone through that weird, like, Finland-Sweden thing. Because when we were talking to Ben Spencer last year, same deal where he's like, right. yeah, and I went and played over there. And I'm like, what is it with the transition of having to go play in either Norway or Finland or Sweden? It's, it's a lot easier to get, like, work permits over there in Scandinavia. Oh, really? So that's why you get a lot of Americans if you're not, like, a big-name guy. Yeah. It's easier to get them there. It's very hard to get them if you're not a national team player to get them in Germany, England, you know. Okay. wherever so usually you guys go to Scandinavia once you're there for a few years you know you can get a Euro passport or whatever move on or oh. prove yourself and teams are more likely to try to push for a work permit do huh. they pay better there huh do they pay well there 
Uh, Scandinavia is okay. It's hit or miss. Oh, Depends we heard it first. At. It was better. He said better. For, do they pay better first? I like. Oh, that. better. He's like, no, no, no. Do they pay well? No, no. <laughs> better than. Uh, it better depends. than what? <laughs> first division there? Yeah, they pay better, but uh, for the most part. But once you get in the lower tiers, it's not that great. Yeah. So what what drove you as a as a kid to want to play soccer? I don't know. I was just <laughs> hyper. <laughs> it was the only sport I could do that they I was just like always moving. Yeah, so my uh, brother was the same way, and they put him in baseball, and psh, he he would just sit and pick grass and get distracted. <laughs> and Chew on his glove. So, that was yeah, yeah, they were like, all right, yeah, you're not going to be able to do that. So they put me in soccer, and it was just... Psh. You could just run around? Yeah, yeah. That's, just get some energy out. So was the position always a defensive position or did you kind of how did you land to where you're at now no i was uh i played in the midfield i played wing center mid surprisingly so, so reverse gareth <laughs> bale yeah, yeah. He, went, he went from front back well i feel like most professional defenders probably started somewhere in the midfield and they were like okay i'm not as technically good let's just move back and then you kept growing so i was like i can be a bully and just move on back but yeah, I didn't start playing center back until probably my senior year of college. And then I really? finally found a knack for it. So I was like, oh, all right, I'm better at this than anything else. Yeah, I mean, so you kind of stuck with it, and then you've played basically all over the world now. Yeah, is been it around. is it one of those things that you're happy like coming here? You're happy here. You you're, you like it back at home. You like the the atmosphere, things like that. Kind of your feeling of, especially with the atmosphere at an Indy Eleven game. What was it like yeah, getting out there? Right, exactly. Like, have you noticed a difference? Because you played for multiple teams, so when you come back and you go, okay, well, it's Indiana team. All right, I know how this was yeah. growing up. That youth programs in Indiana, really, really huge. But as a professional front, how many teams we've gone through, and you go, well, I don't know how this is going to be. And then you see the crowd. How was yeah. that? Yeah. No, it was great. I didn't expect that when I came <laughs> in, and it was like, oh, okay, we have 10,000, 11,000 every game. And being when I played in L.A., we didn't have very many fans, and it was like... You know, just wasn't great. <laughs> you go to the stadium and it'd be this massive twenty thousand seat stadium, and it'd be like a hundred people out there, and you're like, all right, this, this <laughs> no sucks. home advantage. At yeah. All. Oh no, <laughs> <Right>. zero. <laughs> and then playing in Carolina was nice. They get good, good crowds. Yeah. It's kind of the same atmosphere as here uh, when I was there, and they do a good job. Um, and I think when they first were starting to build the team, they kind of went there and picked the brain of the the GMs and stuff in in Carolina. So. Yeah, it, it's pretty similar to that. And playing overseas, I didn't really play in front of any fans because I was always on trial. So okay, I don't okay. really know too much about the fan bases, but I couldn't imagine it's any better than here. <laughs> the, the places right. I was at, yeah, I, I <laughs> doubt it. It was yeah. half frozen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You've Chuck, you've obviously been in Indianapolis for quite 30, a while. 30 yeah. years. 30 years now. Oh, my. I, I think I, I've been here longer than you guys have been alive. No. Is that pretty no. much right? No. no. Okay, pretty close. Just because. I, I basically grew up with you. That's good. I'm, I'm, I'm 35. Years, so. <laughs> well, I mean, that, that's kind of like a weird backward, like, backhanded comment. I grew up with you. Basically, well, I'm going to yeah, right? date you <laughs> really bad right now. Well, I appreciate it. Yes. But, uh. Where does your where does the soccer fandom come from? I, I always love to know the journey yeah. of, of people that aren't playing. Or you know, it's really weird because I've heard Peter Wilt's story and our stories parallel. Uh, I was a Chicago Sting fan in the '70s and into the '80s. Uh, baseball strike in 1981 was the best thing that ever happened for soccer in Chicago because they were selling out their games, and uh, that's really when I. 
started to, to have a real fondness for soccer. Lee Stern, who brought the sting to town, yeah. was great. And it's odd because I, got, I married my wife as a very young man, right out of college in 1979. One of the things that held us together was the MISL. We had no money, so we had enough for cable TV, so we would watch on Friday nights USA Network, Major Indoor Soccer League. Sting put a team in that. Wasn't that called American Gladiators? No. (laughs) It was was a little even before that. So we really liked the indoor game, and one of, as a married guy, one of our, the first gifts my wife ever gave me was a St. Louis Steamers jersey. And so we went to the Chicago Stadium, watched the Sting play, Carl Heinz Granitza, Pato Marhetic, and those guys. So that's when I first started really enjoying the sport. I never played it as a kid. We didn't have it where I, where I played. Started to really enjoy that, so followed Major Indoor Soccer League. When I was in Evansville before here, the UE, University of Evansville had a fantastic soccer program, still does. They have Black Beauty Field there, which I think five or 6,000 they see. Oh, nice. And when that stadium was first built, I was doing sports at that time, had to shoot my own stuff, so would shoot <laughs> UE soccer games. Okay. Really learned the sport, got an appreciation for it. Fast forward to like 1986, I'm here, and the Chicago Sting, pardon me, played a game at Market Square Arena, yeah. an indoor game, and I, I, I was at the game with my three-year-old at the time, who's now in Florida watching this podcast. <laughs> uh, hi, Tim. Hi, Paul. <laughs> but that, that was the first taste I ever had of how big soccer was in Indiana, way back when. Yeah. Because the Sting drew probably five or 6,000 at Market Square Arena. They played the San Diego Soccers. It was a, a, a real shootout of a win. Yeah. And so, you know, with all my kids played soccer. So it's always been a part of my life. But when... Uh, I was at the MLS Super Draft yeah. a couple of years ago as kind of a fan of the M- of MLS. Right. Uh, and when Ursal was there and Peter and, and made the official announcement, I thought, I think this is going to work. I really did. I knew it would work. Yeah. And to see this, uh, the, the Indy 11 have this type of success so early is great. It's, it, it, I mean, it has to at a, at a point. You go... You can't go through after seven teams. Eventually, something has to stick you. With that youth program, kind of talking about that here in Indiana, it just makes no sense that you couldn't carry professional. Because obviously, it's you have so many. We're known as a basketball state. We know that. And then Peyton turned it really into you know football and right. basketball. But even before that, you had kids that were playing soccer forever and ever and ever. And you look at the youth leagues that going all the way from Carmel's dad's club, and you had yeah. Carmel United, which is now the Indiana Fire. Right. Dynamo, you had all these. Where's the, the professional presence? So that's, yeah, yeah this was and like you a know, dream. And, and, and I thought the Blast did a great yep. job in tornadoes, but they didn't have the deep support. Yeah. And you have to cultivate. And I do think, too, timing has a lot to do. You guys are all young, you grew up with it, and you were fans of the Premier League. Right. Me, too. I have, right. uh, my oldest son studied in, in England and in Ireland. And so he was a fan of Celtic. He was a fan of the Irish national team and Man U. When he studied in England, he was Man U fan. So I kind of picked up on that. The Chelsea-Inter Milan game here. It just kind of, I think, brought everything yeah. together. Sure. And, and it right place, right time. That yeah, Chelsea-Inter Milan game was incredible. The, the fact that there were so many people, like 44,000, I think right. it was, 
in yeah. Lucas Oil for a soccer game, a it, preseason. It was soccer incredible game. for fans. For the players, that was a different story. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> was oh, the, right. gosh, oh. the field was horrendous. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I think there's a point where there's a giant piece of sod about the size of this table, kind of shifted and moved over, and everybody just kind of looked at it and went, they were just skating I, on it. it was I've, just... I've got a little story about that. Sure. So, the day of the game, I'm doing the noon show out there, yeah. and. They were just opening up the roof. How was the because weather? Because it was like, well, let me tell you, it was a greenhouse inside. <laughs> right. When oh, yeah, you walked in, I've never it. smelled anything like that before. <laughs> and I, I interviewed Peter. And as I'm talking to some of the Chelsea Uh-oh. support staff. Oh, thank you there so you much. That's nice. As I'm talking to some of the Chelsea support staff, this guy, one of the guys who was in charge of marketing for them worldwide, because they have a presence in literally every country in the world, yep. which I didn't know. He's... He's walking, not running. He's walking toward me, and on the sod slips. Piece of sod comes up. Oh no! He goes right on his back, and I thought this is going to be fun to watch tonight. <laughs> Somebody's career yeah, is going to get yeah, ended. Some liability oh, issues going on here. Over here, your faces. We're laughing about this, and Corey's over here going, "No, that that just, that, that just <laughs> makes not a good yeah, thing. Yeah, right. Not a good thing." Well, and the, the funny thing too is, you got. Uh, I think it was Jose's first year. Mm-hmm. Uh, back yeah. coaching uh, Chelsea as well. And for somebody who doesn't shy away from complaining about anything, I'm uh, I'm surprised he didn't just have a stop the game and have a press conference <laughs> right in the middle so he could just, well, really, what did, what did they do? They It was perfect for him because he loves to park the bus. So he just parked the bus really early and said, we're not really going to play. So there you go. Park the bus, Jose. So, so do you follow Man U still? I follow Chelsea, actually. Oh, that's too bad. Uh, Corey, how about you? Well, now let me tell you. No more questions. I don't hate Man U, but when Chelsea came here, I thought that was neat. Yes. And so, uh, and... and Still doesn't make it enough to follow them. (laughs) Well, they come back. But but I really enjoyed it. But my sons, uh, I have one son who's a Chelsea fan, and then the other two boys really like Man U. As does Bruce Cobb, we just by the get way. we just yeah. get no La Liga love here. It's just straight. I, I'm premier. kind of indifferent. I don't really have a team. This so. is like every player. Yeah. Literally, we get talked about. There's like it's. I just don't really follow. I play, but I don't really follow. I don't really I, care. I watch, but sure. I I don't have like a team. I never really grew up with a team. There was never like, never watched soccer when I was a kid. So yeah. the weird part too is that we ran into a lot of players who don't watch soccer outside of just them playing. Like, uh, Christian always talks about how he's like, I never watch soccer. Yeah. Oh, you can, you can ask Christian anything. That's what I said. We tried to talk about the game. He's like, no, no, I, I didn't watch it. <laughs> it's, it's not because he doesn't like it. He made this very clear. The other, he goes, it's, no, it's, it's not because I don't like it. It's I like how every time you I do a Christian, to, it, it changes. <laughs> it turns into That was into a flawless Indian. Christian like, impression right there. It's, flawless. It's, 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 I just don't care. He just doesn't care <laughs> about it. cross between go, Christian and Uncle yeah. Fester, it yeah, sounds like. There's, there's a little something extra there. Man, he's going to, do the next time he sees me, he's just going to just uh, yeah. mollywop me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, he will. Uh, <laughs> but he can't mess up my hair now, so I'm good. So, and that's one of the crazy, especially with you being in the media, mm-hmm. that media drive from the front office, everybody yeah. there has done a fantastic job. I think they've done an excellent job. And, you know, they've been super nice to us, too. Maz, another full 90, please. Water. Oh, water. <laughs> that seems weird, I know. By this point, Maz is normally bringing me my third beer. Yes, or a shot. <laughs> no. Um, but no, the media coverage ha- has been up and down. Mm-hmm. Uh, TV loves soccer. Mm-hmm. And I think it's just the age of HD and, you know, HD 
broadcast really blew up soccer as well. Because right. I even didn't really watch a lot of soccer on standard def, but when I st- when they started broadcasting in HD, I was like, oh, this is much more enjoyable to even watch on TV. News outlets, like paper news outlets, that shall remain nameless, uh, they didn't... <laughs> because there's more than one here in Indy. <laughs> well done. Well, it's not, well yes. there is news, yes. though. That's yeah, true. Yeah. All right, I'll give you uh, but the, the weird part about reporting on soccer from a media standpoint is a little risky. Yeah. Uh, especially because of, like Chris said, it's a football basketball town. It is. Uh, and so that initial reaction, especially when it was announced that it was going to be an NASL team and not an MLS team, right. a lot of people lost their minds. Mm-hmm. We're like, well, well, who cares about minor league soccer? We already have a minor league baseball team. Why do we need a minor league soccer team? Mm-hmm. And Plenty of minor league uh, uh, hockey teams as well. Sure, so, right. sure. Uh, but the support from TV stations... You say, where are you going exactly? No, I'm this? just going to say... Where are you going? <laughs> I, I, how did you... Being a soccer fan yourself, mm-hmm. how did you... Did you have any kind of like, we got to cover this, this is going to be big... Uh, we need to kind of focus a little bit on it. You know you got the poll there. They listen to oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They go. Yeah, that's why I've not had a promotion in 30 years. Holy smokes. Wait a minute. The phones are ringing. It's WTHR. Uh, Former WTHR. <laughs> no, I mean, I've been doing the same job for 30 years. Yeah. Actually, you're good at it. It's, it's very, that's a really good point. And it's, it's not an issue that's not lost on just about every TV station and even in, in MLS uh, cities. The fire is not covered no. in Chicago. No. You got the Cubs, you got the White Sox. Kansas City, it's a different story. <laughs> Sporting KC. Yep. Right. Um, Houston, any of those that have Houston, organic growth there. Right. Seattle and Portland. Yep. Yep. And I think it's just going to be something that will grow. I think, especially if the team wins. Yep. And with this new proposed stadium, as that gets closer to to reality, I think you're going to see more more growth. The 15 sellouts in a row have to help. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Proof's, in, proof's in the pudding there. Yeah, I mean, because it, it was we had an interesting experience, and, and I'll leave uh, individual uh, stations out of this, of how this <laughs> happened, but it's even down to a thing of there's even presence at the game, but we go to, to, to pick up our, our media passes, and there just happens to be some people there. For some kind of reason, first off, for some reason, the front office gave us press media access. Pa- Don't know why, dude. That was, <laughs> that's risky. why. I'm, that's risky. It's because they knew I was going to get glorious shots of this beard between you. I mean, it was going to be great. <laughs> They're like, that we need better beard shots. We got to strap a GoPro just here, but just shooting yeah. up the just entire time. <laughs> this, this is the just perspective just of the game. We just call, beard. call it the beard cam. <laughs> the beard cam. Um, you probably, like, weave it into it. Oh, oh man. Yeah, get, see? Get one on either side. Look at that. This is great. <laughs> uh, but they're sitting there, and he's like, oh, hey, good to see you. Yeah, I haven't seen you for a couple weeks. And I'm like, yeah, you know, it's nice weather, and I mean, I, nothing else to do. And I sat there, and I just kind of went, wait, you guys are the ones that are covering this game for the for the local media for us. And I just, I kind of looked at Andy, and I went, this kind of, it kind of pisses me off a little bit. Like, I'm like... Uh, it's not an afterthought. You know, for, for those that are here and those that are playing, this is not an afterthought. Yeah. This is, for you, this is my life. This is, I'm, I'm making money doing this. I'm playing. I'm doing yeah. what I love to do. For me, it's a dream come true, but it was just weird because it still is. And, and, and I'll tell you who gets yeah. it. Peter yeah. gets it. Peter yeah. Wilt gets yep. it. Yeah. And the staff gets it. There are two and a half minutes to fill yeah. in a sports cast. So everything's got to be quick. It's yeah. got to be timely. And then if there's a an, an issue... Uh, like a feature or something, then that's in a news block. Or right. the the issue with um, 
the stadium actually I think is very good, yep. even if they don't get the eighty-two million dollar right. stadium. No, they're it's not a, gonna. It's <laughs> a sm- it's it's a smaller type of stadium. Sure. That's very good because the Indy Eleven is in the news all the time. Right. Yeah. Good or Whereas bad. Whereas without that issue, uh, then perhaps not. So, uh, you know, I think it's it's growing. I mean, you know, we all love the team. Corey, you better. Uh, <laughs> you don't have a choice, sir. Yeah. <laughs> but it's only been in existence yeah. one year. Right. The Pacers and the Colts have been around a long time, right. as have the Tribe for almost 100 years or whatever. Yeah. So, right. so it's growing, and I, I think, uh, I think the, the coverage of it will grow as well. well Social media has really helped, and that's yeah. the new. Right. In, in, in terms of attendance, though, relative to mm-hmm. how things were when the Colts came in or mm-hmm. when the Pacers, you know, mm-hmm. with, with the Pacers the going from the ABA and all that kind of stuff. I, it's almost unprecedented to have this much support for a, a, a sport that's not American, basically. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it, is, it is now, mm-hmm. but just, it's the world's game. Thank you, sir. Um, but, yeah, it's, it's definitely one of those things where I wasn't even expecting the amount of turnout first couple of games I started hearing rumblings where it's like oh school is a sellout awesome it's going to be really fun uh, and then it just kept going even though we didn't win anything <laughs> right. that was I mean that was the big thing is Indy is a winning city and if you don't win the, the city is quick to turn on you well and I think that there you go that's where I think the change where the fan perspective is this is I think the fans have felt they're very fickle Indianapolis fans are, are kind of weird, though, and you can see this with attendance with the Pacers, and you can see this. The, the Colts have had such a long stretch of success, you know, that it's. But the year where Manning went out, they don't want to talk about those particular numbers. It was you had the season <laughs> ticket holders, but they they weren't selling the same. So, for the fans, though, it's like any time there's there's. I think this is what's built up this giant thing with the stadium, and why it's been so polarizing is because. We've, you deal with major organizations or teams that when they're talking about a new stadium or moving, there's always this kind of weird contentious nature between a city and a protein, well, we can leave. And it's kind of like now, it's, you're exactly right when you said it, you've been here one year. And I was, I was one of those that was kind of on the fence going, I don't think this is the time. I, th- I think just having the conversation with the city is good. Let's just see what we get. Let's not get too aggressive. <laughs> but... I think it's kind of this burn thing where, oh, great, so what, they don't get a, you know, if they don't get a stadium, what, are they just going to leave, pack up and leave? And it's, you hear that. I've read that in comments, and I think even fans feel that way. It's like anytime something doesn't go a team's way, it's, well, we can just leave. And that's not what this is about. They're not going to leave. It's here. I think adding to that, and you guys are millennials, and, you know, I'm half dead eel. That's what I am. But the... The, the team's Tweeted done an excellent out. job in marketing to millennials. Now, to fill 18,500, you're going to have to market a little bit to more than that. Yep. You know, a place that's very family-friendly, young yep. guys young, yep. and their families right. and so forth. Um, and I, I think they're well on the road to that, to make it family-friendly as well as a place where, where guys your age want to go and, and see guys like Court. I, I personally enjoy the atmosphere. I enjoy the play. Yes. I think the one thing that surprised me most, because I've watched MLS for years, I have MLS direct kick. Yeah. I may be the only Bright wow. House subscriber on the west side that's got it, <laughs> yeah. but sometimes it goes out. That's because they don't care. They're, yeah, not, they're not trying to uh, fix This it. is a what? Yeah. 
Don't get me started on Bright House. But the, <laughs> the play of the North American Soccer League is great. Yeah. And, and, you know, I watch a lot of MLS, and I, I love the way you guys play. Yeah. It's, it's a lot better. Uh, my first year coming in, I didn't know what to expect, and I was like, oh, you know, it'll be, it'll be okay. Like, it'll be good. Like, I'm coming from a small school, so I'm happy to just be playing, but I was like, I'll be able to make my name, and it's hard to get in. You got a lot of people, a lot of good players, and obviously you see Senna, Raul coming into the league. You got all, all types of players from all over the place. They're reaching all different countries, bringing them in, so the play's just getting better and better. Yeah, that's definitely, I I noticed even after the first game, you kind of see in preseason, but then first game after getting the jitters out, and then this game against the Cosmos, no, this was, I'd say just our team. The Just the change of play, I mean, it is, it's a, it's a higher level. You can definitely yeah. tell there is, yeah. there's some guys that are, you know, this is a, uh, this is a, second-rate soccer league? No, it's not. This yeah. is great play. This is really competitive, and I think that's the biggest thing we talked about. We were asked uh, between the season, what's the biggest thing you're excited about for this NASL season? I said, I think the thing that drives people for why they love the premiership is because it's competitive. From top to bottom, you can have those games where yeah. you go, a Chelsea should go in Unlike to QPR. No, that's not true. It's becoming more competitive. It is becoming more. You know what? Whatever, Andy. Uh, you could go into a QPR. And it could come out either way. You know, and yeah. this was what happened on Sunday. Well, in ASL from top to bottom, you're going to have some good games. I mean, going back and forth. I mean, you obviously, in any week, you can have blowouts. Things happen. But that's happened to us. It's yeah. happened. But, but it's competitive. And that's what draws attendance. And that's what people love is when it's a great a well-played competitive game. I think yeah. that's I'm noticing the difference. Yeah, so from last sure. year to now, what, are you seeing the same thing? From yeah, I think I think the team they took a they took a long time to put together the team this year. They were really particular. Yeah. So I think we have a lot of good pieces, and I think our bench is really deep. So I think we'll just keep getting better as the. What season. bench? You just mean Don Smart? <laughs> just come on, hey, super me, sub, me and Don sitting sub. right next to each other yeah. right now. So yeah. yeah. Well, that was one of the big yep. things of, especially the second, the second season, but the second half of the first season, is your play was was standout. From my mind, your play was standout because you, Thank you. kicked people's asses out there. <laughs> I mean, when yep. he was out, when you were out on the pitch, it was like, don't. <laughs> I hope they don't kick it near Corey because they're going to take either, somebody out. <laughs> yeah, he's going to yeah, level somebody. I can get a little reckless too sometimes. <laughs> Guys kind of shy away from me in training, too. Like, uh, we want to play on the weekend, so let's just stay away from <laughs> This guy Corey, thinks he's Sergio know? Ramos out here, yeah, elbowing people just, in the head. Yeah. Okay, Pepe, calm down. Yeah. Do you know when you're out there what you can – and I go back to basketball. A foul is what the ref says it is. But do you, do you feel that you, when you're out there, there are some refs where you can get away with a little bit more on the defensive end? Oh, yeah. Definitely. Yeah. I mean, there's the refing kind of varies. I mean, yes, no. it does. Uh, no, the ref, actually, actually, funny. The ref that uh, ref the Cosmos game refed a lot of my college games, and he oh, hates really? me. So I was like, well, well he, he apparently he hated, hated us. He apparently yeah. hated us too. Yeah. <laughs> we I was like, well, were, hopefully, it's we were definitely making the red team feel pretty bad for being out there yeah. <laughs> on Saturday. But yeah, I mean. He can't blame anything on the refs at the end of the game. Did so. he know you were the mean kid from Olivet? I, mean, I don't think so. That's why I grew the beard and the hair, so he didn't <laughs> recognize me. 
I've had enough looks that I feel like nobody should recognize me at this point. But I mix it up enough. Are you are you a tra- are you a bit of a trash talker out there? I mean, do you, do you... no, I don't say anything. Really, no, I really I just don't elbow say people in the face. Yeah, That's you know, you just I don't I don't really do cheap shots either. I don't I don't try to get guys, but I'm not gonna ever shy out of a tackle. Right. You know, if I get them, I get them. I'm, part of the game sure it sounds like that's exactly what kyle was talking about too he goes yeah i mean i'm small i get out there he goes i don't care i'm gonna i'm gonna get right in i'm yeah, not kyle, scared of anything kyle's a little ball of muscle man <laughs> he he'll is, run man. you right over he doesn't care no. <laughs> that dude is a tank yeah he really <laughs> He's is a little tank yep. yep but super fast too yeah. yeah uh one of the questions somebody had on twitter uh was did you go down to watch orlando city I recently yeah uh, they wanted to know kind of like your impressions mm-hmm. of uh, how that was. Was it the inaugural game? It was. Okay. Uh, nice. Orlando SC versus NYCFC. And um, I, I don't know if my son Paul suggested it, but Paul has lived there for seven years in Orlando, came right out of college at Asbury <laughs> University and, and went to school or uh, went to work for Disney originally there. But however it worked out, I flew down there and, and two of my, my two oldest sons lived there and we managed to get tickets. We were up in the up in the the upper deck, but right on the midfield stripe. And so it was an absolute thrill. It was a great father-son moment, uh, but it was also history. I mean, to see that these two franchises were playing their first game with 65,000 at the at the uh, reconverted Citrus Bowl. Yeah, and and here's you know people were saying you know what what really was that like at work? They were asking me, and I said, well, here's what it was like. We got there, they had no scanners to scan your ticket, Uh-oh. so you just gave it to them and went. I mean, it, old that, school. Yeah, yeah, it was like real. They, t- they it, tear it off and, and they didn't even do that. It's like just give it to me and go. You if you know where you're going. Good luck. Uh, yeah, but it was it was really an exciting. I mean, Orlando was a great place to put a franchise and the people are really fired up you have a very large hispanic population that's built in soccer fans who seem to like mls uh, but the the programs in florida for youth soccer i think are very good too so it was a fantastic experience it was one of the highlight sports experiences in my life to be able to see that yeah and kaka scores the goal at the end of the game uh Uh, so i mean (laughs) doesn't hurt yeah he liked it he can flat out play yeah. See, so that's well, and that's what's that? Let's talk a little bit about the Raul, Raul goal on Saturday. How'd you feel well, about that one? So, <laughs> mm-hmm. no, Mr. Real Madrid. Well, no, it's no for me, and it's kind of <laughs> what you said earlier. Yeah. Pump down below, and nobody can see. <laughs> no, no, because I was literally right next to the goal. So when it happened, I was like, "Oh my god, I got that on video. I'm never going to be able to post this because I'm going to get banned from the team." Yeah. Um, no, it kind of like what you alluded to earlier is, it was. It's something for me that I never thought I would see. It's not a player I would think that I would ever be able to see. Right. A guy who has, who owns Spanish national team records and Real Madrid records. You're talking about having records for that. That's, I mean, that's incredible because you're talking a franchise over 100 and, you know, 10 years old, and yeah. you own those records. And I got to see this guy not only play, but then score a goal. It's, it's. I'm glad it wasn't the game-winning goal, and I mean, it sucked <laughs> that it was a tie. Me but too. I was like, oh, my gosh. But, I mean, did you just get, it was interesting to watch him play. And, and I will say you can tell a little bit of a difference from his experience. And, and you can see he's, his, how savvy he is. It's not that he's got a ton of speed anymore. He's the strongest. But he knows how to use his body in ways I think a lot of young players don't understand. Yeah. No, I mean, he's able to get leverage on people and move. And you go, wait a minute. Wait. And he's you got see. that old man strength. Is what he's got. <laughs> Chuck, do you got a little bit of that as well? No, I have absolutely no. And by the way, my wife just uh, yep. 
sent me a message and she knows what I'm eating here, which is not uh -oh. healthy. But uh -oh. honey, I swear to you, uh, I'm gonna eat fruit tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> oh, busted <laughs> from the camera. camera. Busted from the camera. <laughs> Sorry. So, so no, so that for me it was Sorry great. I mean, it was it was neat to be able to see that, and, I, I, and that's an experience I never would have thought, especially in my own hometown. It was different. If you went up to the big house last year and you got to watch, yeah. you know, Real Madrid and Man U play, but it's different. You're here and you're like, oh, this is awesome. It's in my backyard. This is yeah. so cool. So. I mean, obviously, you weren't, like, starstruck or anything like that, but, I mean, it's, uh, it's I don't know. Was there any any talk about, hey, this is a guy we need to be watching for? Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, I think, I don't think it needed to be said. We were like, all right, that's <laughs> yeah, Raul. That's like, Raul. Like he said, he's not going to he's gonna, not gonna beat you for pace or yeah. any of that, but he's no, obviously going to be savvy. Right. He's going to be able to play the ball into little pockets. So. Yeah. Just keep him under pressure and make him go back, and we'll be okay. Same thing with Senna. I mean, yeah. you guys, same same caliber. Yeah. So, yeah, no. what what are some of the things that you're working on this year as opposed to last year, personally, uh, to improve your game? I want to be a better person. Um, <laughs> I, every day I spend ten minutes I'm reading. Give <laughs> ten more high fives of practice. <laughs> there you go. Exactly. And I, I become a hugger. Yes. I, I want to get people. I was already a hugger. Okay. I don't know. Just. Uh, just trying to stay healthy, really. I was injured at the end of the season. It's so. an interesting goal. I just, I just want to stay healthy. I just want to stay healthy and, I don't know, try to just get better with my possession. I gave the ball away a little too cheaply at times. So, uh, And then just my positioning off of my other on the other players on the back line. And I think I'm getting a lot of that watching, like, Greg. Because Greg's yeah. so experienced, I get to kind of see that every day in practice and training. So uh, it's been nice to be, you know, watching him obviously i'd like to be in his role <laughs> right but if you're going to be sitting it's nice to be sitting behind a guy like that and you get to learn so right. every day i get to learn from him and from eric yeah. so it's not a, it's not a bad thing it is i mean it's a good mentality to have though too like when they pick up somebody like greg janicky and you're like yeah I'd, I'd like to be out there but with his experience i could probably learn a ton <laughs> yeah yeah i mean you just take it it's like yeah. you know you can either get mad about it and like oh i'm not playing or you can be like oh i have like two 30-year-old veterans that are both playing really well. I mean, I guess I'm the young guy in the totem pole. I got to sit and watch. I mean, you know, it's just fine. Yeah. You know, you just learn from it. Right. But it takes time. You get frustrated at first. I was like, oh. I was ready to come in, and then, Greg, you came in and took my spot. But no, it's good. There's, there's, right. no, there's, there's no, like, hidden bitterness here at all. It's not no. just seating. So you Chuck, would, you would you think you, it's weird that yeah. soccer professional soccer players are competitive. Yeah. So weird. <laughs> it, it makes it, it makes it worse because I like them both so much. If they were jerks, I'd be like, yes, <laughs> I'm gonna beat you out. But I mean, Norales like, was on like every team of the week last year, I think too. Yeah. It seemed like. He's, he went, it was very Canadian all of a sudden. It's like, oh, I, I love I love both those guys so much. <laughs> I just love those gays. <laughs> those guys are so good. They are good gays. So Chuck, what do you want to be better at this year? <laughs> what, and for career-wise, what what are, what are the things you look at from last? year to this year that you're doing differently i actually do do that yeah there you go. I, okay. I actually do that i i'm not a, a goal setter per se but i am i every year you know i have a review with my boss yep. and uh they tell me my failings uh, so I can, that's that's the great place to that's the great place to start. You got to do better at the state fair. The, the state the, fair, you were a little sloppy this year. That's right. You come back strongly. That's right. You didn't give that pig that you kissed on the ear the full kiss. Brain game. You need to be faster at re actually. At that's one of my goals. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Is 
I, I took over the brain game yeah. last year. Right. Uh, Chris had done it for yeah. a number of years, Bob Gregory, before. Yeah. And it's really hard. It's the <laughs> hardest thing I've ever done in my life. <laughs> I'm uh, the weather guy. Come on That's now. right. Uh, but, yeah, I do like to set goals. And, I mean, a few years, few years ago, the band Chicago is my favorite band, all right? My wife us. and I got to meet them uh, a few weeks ago uh, at, a, at an event downtown. Well, Jimmy Panko, the trombone player, has been playing the same songs for 47 years. Right. Color My World and Just yeah. You and Me and all that yeah. stuff. <laughs> and, and I heard in an interview he said, uh, you know, the guy said, uh, how can you do that? <laughs> Play the same song every night. And he said, because my goal is not to have fun with the song anymore. It's to make that song as perfect as I can, note for note, every night. And he said it completely has changed my life by doing that. And the whole band does that. With me, I've been doing the weather here for 30 years. years right. In the morning, every day. So I try to make each day as good as I can. What's the next great effort that I put out today. How can I make this better, as perfect as I can? So, I mean, you're pretty seasoned at a point if the prompter or if your green screen goes out or something, you're, you're on the fly. I don't, I don't see you having any issues on there. I've never seen you on a YouTube snippet of a weatherman loses <laughs> <Yeah>. it. <laughs> well, the lawsuits did help in that area, <laughs> stopping that from getting... A, no, you just, you know, you just try and do the, the best you can, and, and I want to work till I'm 70. That's okay. kind of the goal that I have. And one of the ways to keep doing that is to keep fresh every day. So. Wow. <laughs> nice. Now, uh, obviously, much like soccer players, uh, uh, TV personalities kind of move around from markets to markets and things like that. They get traded. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah like, we yeah. can call it that. Fired <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> is another thing. <laughs> oh, that's uh, a real job. That's right. We're going on to further endeavors. Yes, yes. <laughs> we wish him the very best. It is always just so sweet when you see the messages come out. I want to thank the station for my time here. Mm -hmm. It's been great. And as I pursue my further endeavors, you that's go, right. oh, they got canned. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> right. Well, and... and uh, we asked about his journey, uh, what, your journey in terms of just getting here and staying here. Yeah. Uh, what, what kind of what kind of progress or process was that in, in getting this job? And it was probably not originally intended to be that uh, to stay here for 30 years. I okay. uh, I'm from the Chicagoland area, right? And I think at one point in my career, the goal was to get back home. Well, all of my family moved away. And, and I found after about six years here, you know, this is really turning into a great city. This is a great place to raise a family. It's growing. It's not nap Things anymore. are new. It is not <laughs> Naptown anymore. Right. It's exciting. And the taxes are low. Yeah, so, <laughs> Property taxes. That's, we came to the real point. That's, why. That's right. The tax. But I just fell in love with the city and honestly fell in love with the city after about three months oh, here. Wow. Okay. And so my wife and I... Uh, raised all of our children here and love it as much or more now than we did when we first came. And I mean, when you have a love affair with the place that you live, why would you even want to go away? And so, I, you know, I mean, they may have wanted me to go away <laughs> at Channel 13, but, uh, but they've been uh, awesome. Best ownership in America for a TV station, I think. Wow. So it, it's been a wonderful, wonderful experience. Well, so I have an almost, uh, this is kind of an important line of questioning for there for one of the viewers who's watching. 
uh, an almost ten year old who is a science and math oh, who is wow. who is as dead set on being a meteorologist. That's and great. So just about a month ago. Um, Noblesville Fire Department and uh, the National Weather Service did a kind of storm tracker, not chasers. They right. You've got to make that clear. You, right. No chasing. Right. Babe, we're going to go chasing. No. Uh, <laughs> no is, so they did a th- class, and she was the only kid there. And oh. She showed up with her, she had her iPod touch, her notes, and she's out there just taking, she wants to know everything that's on there. So we've been looking into camps as well. Mm-hmm. So for those that don't know, where did you go to school for mm. meteorology? I, I originally went to school for radio and television. Okay. That was my original yep. major. Yep. And uh, it, a long process yeah. uh, that kind of led to me going into weather. But when I did, I was very fortunate because in Evansville at the time, there was a National Weather Service office. So rather than go directly into the station, I went first to the National Weather Service office. Okay. And so for a few years, I was there and got basically trained by the best of the best eventually took all the tests that I needed to get my seal of approval from the National Weather Association. So that's initially how I kind of backdoored into that. But, you know, for a young for a young kid to love weather that much, that's fantastic. So, I mean, I've been looking at, I don't know if, if, if you know for uh, any recommendations, I see like Penn State always has a good program. Ball State has Ball State. Ball State and Valparaiso. Ball State and Valparaiso. And Purdue. Yeah, Ball State, Valpo, and Peru. In fact, uh, when Angela Buckman was um, a student at IU, she called me and and, you know said, "I'm doing this major, but I really want to go into weather." And you know. IU folks are hate my guts, I'm sure, but I said, well, then you probably would like to at least check out Purdue. Wow. And so she so left. really make IU hate this. Yeah, yeah, and I, lo- and I love IU, but she did go from IU to Purdue and majored in meteorology. And um, So they have a meteorology program. They do. They well have they okay. have an excellent meteorology program. Right, We're very blessed in this state. There we go. Okay, good. Right. No, I just, I told okay, her I would ask, I would ask. Yep. Chuck, it's not every day you get to have a, uh, I mean, again, the, you talk about it, award-winning rate, 30 years. That not everybody could say they've been with the same station for that long, you know? I mean, it's, a lot it's of people not say that you could be at the same job, job for 30 <laughs> years. That's very true. No, exactly. So, no, I appreciate that. That's, okay. Now, now you can go do something else. You can stop watching that. So. Really don't. We got to keep watching. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Um, in terms of Back to Corey in terms of uh, preparation for games, and, and I know we've actually talked to some players that are like, I don't really watch a lot of film of, of you know, the opposing team and how they attack and how, you know, people work on which foot and all that kind of stuff. What kind of preparation do you do personally to go into things, or are you just kind of play it by ear and you've been doing it long enough that you kind of notice trends? when you're actually on the game? No, I'll I'll actually watch. uh, During the year, I'll watch quite a bit of uh, the games. If it's not just a half or whatever it is, I'll just watch. uh, Sometimes not even to pick out stuff, but just to kind of just watch the play in general, not really pick out necessarily certain people. But uh, I don't do that on, like, a regular basis. But I'll watch it. You know, if we're in the hotel and I got nothing to do, I'll just watch. (laughs) I'll watch a half of the previous game that they played, but... A lot of the times the coaches give us little snippets and stuff, so we get a we get a sense of of what they play like and what we need to look out for. Um, so yeah, preparation wise, that's pretty much it. Yeah, I don't really do too much. Last year in ASL wise, who was the toughest to, t- to defend that you can remember, and who who did you know? I, I've got their number, and if, even if they get close to me, they're not they're not getting past me. 
There was uh, <laughs> the Fort Lauderdale guy, FIFA Picault. He actually plays His name is FC, actually FIFA? It's like FIFA. <laughs> I can't even remember. It's something like that. That's Pic- a good soccer Pic- name. Picault, I think, is his last name. But he plays for uh, uh, FC Sparta in, um, where is he now? It's in uh, Netherlands, I think. Yeah. So he's playing for them now. But uh, he was probably the hardest uh, guy to play against, I would think. Um, a guy we can't verify even exists. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. One guy. I just made up a guy, <laughs> honestly. A guy on Fort Lauderdale that may or may yeah. not be there. So. Yeah. <laughs> and easiest? Gosh, I don't even know about easiest. Or just somebody that you kind of knew, okay, I got this guy's number. And, or really? I, I don't have a problem with any of the guys that are bigger. Like my size, yeah. I, I actually prefer playing against them than the little fast, speedy guys. Uh, mostly because when I try to body him up, I like hit him in the face and get called for fouls. Like, I use my arms a lot, if you notice, when I play, and so it's like I'm like jamming people in the face, and it's just harder to. We're going to take this off the Olivet yeah, Nazarene right, recruiting right? tape. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Don't play like him, but yeah, it's. Uh, I would say that the bigger guys are much easier for me to defend than okay. the smaller guys. Uh, kind of for both of you guys too and in terms of media this year um, and broadcasting with everything being on ESPN3 now and you, <laughs> we're getting that interesting uh, aspect of how teams view their broadcast we, we can't get in trouble for it so no we can't get, well, yeah. okay well we're spoiled but first off yeah. let's spoil but the with guy Greg who Greg does Strong. ours just won an award yeah Right, Greg so Greg Regstraw is excellent at right. anything he does. And that's another guy who, you know, decades of, of service of doing the same thing and being sports director and, and doing. Right, we are spoiled because we have two incredible guys. Greg and Brad do that, a really good job. Really mesh. Where one guy who is he's got the radio chops like hard, very few do, <laughs> and then another guy who's a little more emotional. Right, it's a little more emotional about stuff, and Greg will reel them in, and they work yeah. really well together. And and I really. I hope one day to have that chemistry with you. I really, I really don't. <laughs> we'll never have no, I never would. No, so we're, we're kind of spoiled. So we hear some of these other broadcasts, which I think is where you're going yeah, down. Is yeah, Atlanta especially. And <laughs> don't do it. Uh, don't do it. Atlanta with the, with them butchering Christian's name over and over uh, again. Did you? I can't make any comments nope. on any <laughs> of this. But you know, you know this. There, you're gonna, there's Kaluter some questionable right commentary now. on uh, yes. the games. Yes. Yeah, yeah, and it's and it's it's definitely flipping through other games. And watching, watching those guys announce, it, there's a lot of dead air. There's a lot of like I don't know where somebody's going to pick up and things like that. And it's it's very hard to do it. It's kind very of hard broadcast. to do. Soccer is a very difficult sport, and it's not done by many people. So yeah. you know, and I don't know the background of all of these guys. I suspect that some of them may be a sports director at a TV station saying, sure. "Try and do it." <laughs> Try, you know, and, yeah, and, and it doesn't. It, very few places have the luxury. Because you've done I'm some not play-by-play play before as well, right? Yes, yeah. I did. Uh, you know, when I was a younger guy, I did basketball, baseball, football, uh, hockey, but never did uh, never did soccer. And I think it would be very difficult. But, you know, I'm not trying to plug Channel 8 here, believe me. But Greg, <laughs> <laughs> not at all, but Greg does, uh, Greg does a, a marvelous job. Right. Right. And yeah. of course, now it's on Spanish radio here in town. Yeah, yeah. Which is yeah. And, and that ESPN3 deal, and just the ESPN deal for the MLS, and soccer in general in the United States, especially American grown teams. Yeah. You know, when you, anytime you watch a Portland game, 
Yeah. You, you're like, I want to be there. Mm-hmm. Anytime yeah. you watch a Seattle game, Seattle game. I want to be there. <laughs> or when they play each Sporting other. Sporting KC. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. Uh, Sporting KC, too. And, you know, just this weekend, or just this week, it's a big soccer week, too, especially just in Texas. Because you got USA, National Mexico, thing, yeah. tomorrow. friendly, tomorrow. Sold and out. And then four Done. days later, Indy 11. Indy 11 plays San Antonio. Mm. And it's a big, and it, uh, there's, uh, there's going to be another big following of fans down there, too, because I know yeah. at least... You well, know. and down there today, they went ahead and they announced, because they're already down there, and they announced the U.S. women's national team roster today, the 23. Yeah, that yeah, made I saw it, that. <clears throat> which is good. So, yes, yeah, so you have that kind of in play, and it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's a big, big week down there. anytime that there's a USA-Mexico game, it's never a friendly. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Even though they call it a friendly. Right. It's never, right. it's never friendly. And now I have way more appreciation after hearing Christian talk about being down in Mexico City playing, like when we go down to play at Azteca. Yeah, like just he how said it's hard. horrible. It's like <laughs> two, two miles up or something like yeah, that with yeah. the air He was messaging thin. me while he was there, and he's like, I'm <laughs> dying. This is horrible. He's like, first training camp, first training, I was 15 minutes, and I was just like, yeah. <laughs> They're like, why did we sign you? Yeah. you no, know, it's so hard. Yeah. We're like, Christian, now you can run probably like four miles, no problem. Yeah. A big, no big deal, because training at altitude. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, we're about we're about an hour in, so we we like to keep it short here now uh, with that. So unless you yeah, I, and I just wanted to shout out to my one of my best buddies in the world, whoa, whoa, Bruce Cop. Whoa, whoa, we're not who, doing this. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Who is, who is who's got to be one of the greatest soccer fans in this yeah, city we're no kidding on, we're working on getting bruce on he too, loves so. nice. uh he loves man U. he loves indy 11 and he loves iupui because oh, his son jonathan's a player there oh, so nice. that's great nice uh, now have Wait, you gone to three games plugs. already <laughs> to the indy 11 games yes. uh well I was, i'm a season ticket right. okay well, so, where are you sitting uh i am sitting about four rows this year in back of their bench okay uh last year i was on the other side my ticket's for the first game, went to Sean Ash because okay. oh, I had okay. an event that I had to attend in Muncie, but we'll be there for the for the next. Home are, you gonna, game. are we going to get you to ever sneak over to the Brickyard Battalion section? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I actually have been over there and, okay. and said hi to everybody and have a picture taken, and it's pretty cool. And then he leaves because he's then smart. I leave. Yeah, yeah. That's absolutely right. Get me out of here. I'm good. We're good. What is the? Oh, go ahead. No, no. Nope. Oh, I was just going to say, in terms of listening to chants and listening to some of the things that have been said in the Brickyard Battalion. Is there anything that sticks out that's probably something that you've tried really hard not to at least crack up or get caught in your head? And I don't know if there's one. I don't know if there's one, but there was a chant at the game <laughs> that we had no idea what they were saying, the and we sat game? on the bench for like ten minutes trying to figure out what the chant was at the last game. Yeah, we have no idea what it was. There was a couple of new ones. It sounded like something Neuralis, but yeah, there was the Neuralis chant. Oh. What, what? oh. We have See, I Neuralis. said it was Neuralis. Yeah, yeah, it is Neuralis. Yes, it is Neuralis. Yes, you're dead on. What's <laughs> ask right. Peter? Yeah, somebody's nobody, gonna tweet. Somebody nobody, gonna tweet me like, oh, it's, it's this. And they're yelling at their. Nobody screen wanted right to now. believe me. I was like, no, they're saying Neuralis. I don't know what else. Tweet but. us hashtag BYB cast. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Looking at you, uh, Peter Evans here as well. Let's say uh, one of you guys. Peter I'm Evans is down in Texas. Oh, that's true. He is on the right Texas now. tour. All right. Well, anybody from Slaughterhouse or the BYB has got to know what that is. So. So what do you? Both of you guys, what are the hopes for, I mean, realistic hopes for the season, uh, for Indy 11 season? Hopes for the season? Uh, make the playoffs, which I don't think should, you know, isn't too far out of the question. Maybe steps, but I think if we can can slip into the playoffs or even host, I think that would be a great It does feel like a lot of people do have that mentality that this team mm-hmm. has, has already clicked already. Yeah. Uh, and, and it's definitely looking good. Just yeah. two games in. 
but still, I went to a couple. I went to one of the uh, preseason games. You guys looked really good preseason-wise. So yeah, we uh, my rookie year in Carolina, we actually won the regular season. I mean, we ran away with it halfway through the season. Right. We were we knew, so it kind of trailed off at the end of the season because we were like, oh, we already fired. won. We're like twenty <laughs> points ahead of everyone. Right. And and I mean, this team is just as good as that team, if not better. Really? And, oh, nice. and so you've the, had both perspectives. You've been on both the ends yeah, of, this, yeah. of the spectrum here. I was kind of like a fill-in guy, so there. So I only played probably ten games my rookie year, but. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I got a sense of the league. And the league's obviously way better now than it was four or five years ago when I played than it before. But I just I think for sure there's there's no doubt that we should be able to make the playoffs with the team we have. And I'm sure they'll keep adding pieces and players in the next coming weeks. I mean, you guys are undefeated right now. So. It's, all right, seven games undefeated <laughs> yeah. from last year, too. That's right. Exactly. That's right. That's right. Chuck? I would love to see him. I, you know, and I, I kind of – my aspect obviously is – different than Corey because I'm not there slapping people in the head yeah (laughs) but I but as a fan uh and then kind of a fan of our city I know what this would do I know what this would do if the Indy 11 were to reach the playoffs it would bring everything to a new level and and I think you guys can do it too I'd love to see it and it would be nice to come away with three points in San Antonio too it'd be awesome be great for Greg too we could stick it to him oh yeah so so what I am and Billy Ford and Billy Ford we're not going to talk about Billy (laughs) Ford (laughs) so then we have one expectation from you Chuck so starting with the 25th it needs to be clear weather yes we don't need any (laughs) right if we can get somehow a shader for when Christian's in goal facing west we need <laughs> we a need sun shader something because yeah, it's sun- terrible it I, I was wondering yeah what, how has that been I mean because obviously this wasn't intended as a soccer stadium so yeah. being east to west you never do yeah so what I mean what real, is it like, real yeah, quick yeah. Stevie from uh, from the um, he said that it's Indiana Uber Alice what Indiana Uber Alice yes Indiana Uber Alice what is that it's a, it's a chant just a chant okay yeah, a I chant. like Neuralis there, be, there needs to be a Neuralis chant. <laughs> I think we convert that, but we're not going to yeah. do it. Right, so. Indiana so, Uber Neuralis. <laughs> Neuralis picks people up in an yeah, Uber it, yes. an Uber driver. Hey, yeah. Wait a minute. Maybe we need a new segment where we get an Indy this 11 player. It's going to be like the hidden cam. Like, yes. uh, what's the taxi show? You get Neuralis in there. <laughs> get the cash cab or yeah. whatever. Yeah. yeah, cash cab with oh, Neuralis, but gosh. he won't be able to talk to anybody. So. Right? Yeah, it'll be like Cleverson driving to him, like, where do you want to go? Yeah, he just drives clever. in yeah, circles. Yeah, let's get Clev in there. That'd be great. Just drives in circles around. Okay. So, um, Indiana over everything, basically. Oh, okay. Oh. All right. Okay. All right. Yeah, we had no idea what that was. I was so confused on the bench. I was so I was confused. Like, did Neuralis do something good <laughs> or bad? I'm not really sure. Always, Are they happy right? with him? Well, they yeah. weren't telling him to Are shoot him like a horse, right? Out? Yeah, yeah. They're not telling him to. St- they're not saying to shoot uh, Eric Neuralis like a horse. Yeah. So I think we're okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, that was so, yeah. I'm surprised we still have that. We actually had PETA. I guess, yeah, somebody from PETA was from there PETA? the yeah. first night that we yeah. actually started saying shoot, shoot him, him like, like a horse. horse. Yeah. And I, I, they weren't too. Well, see, you no. got to keep politics out of soccer. <laughs> yeah, all right. Just oh go out there and gosh. enjoy the game. What did, somebody said they go, well, what else do you do with them when they go lame? Yeah. Like, make glue? <laughs> I said, oh, my God. Yeah, just Great. make so. a make glue chant from now on. That <laughs> seems a little more glue. appropriate. Make them into glue. Right, okay. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, this has been good. I appreciate you guys coming on. Yeah, I know thanks. you yeah. have crazy schedules. you got to get to bed. Yeah, I'm, he- I'm headed home. I, but, I see uh, it fading in his eyes here. So make sure to uh, check Chuck out tomorrow morning. Yes. Um, starting at? 4 a.m. on sunrise. <laughs> yeah. There we go. Yeah, that's how, right. How do people get a hold of you? 
uh, if, the, if they're like social media. 317. No, <laughs> C Lofton at WTHR.com. My Twitter handle is um, Chuck WTHR, yep. I think. Yep. <laughs> so, yeah. Yes, Chuck WTHR. Super active, though, in terms of responding to people. Or do you have somebody doing like it for you? So. No, no, I, I'm not that smart. Uh, so, but Lord bless you guys. Thank you for yeah, having yeah, me. Thanks. It was great. Then, uh, it was great to have Corey. Yeah, and nice. of course, the big bald assassin. Just big bald assassin. Yes, just at big bald assassin. I can't change it now. It's like gotten too deep. So, it's, it's <laughs> I was gonna change the Twitter handle, and everyone's like, nobody's gonna be able to find you. It's probably one of the best Twitter handles on the team. Because you're like, man, I that guy probably that. hurts people. So, yeah, and nobody good. would expect it to be me. So. Right. What do your uh -oh. parents think of that? <laughs> I mean, they're okay with it. They they knew once I was losing my hair, and they gave me that name in L.A. They were like, "Oh, jeez." <laughs> yeah, so, but now it's my brother. My brother serious. loves it. I'm sure if you see anything with me on social media, he's written or done something. He's he's big into social media and promoting me. That's awesome. awesome. You don't do too bad on social media though, in terms of yeah. responding and stuff. Yeah, I'm I'm. Some of the other I'm guys hit or miss. Team. I'm on getting the other better team, though. They're like, they're like there every day. Yeah. John Dawson, I think, just lives on. I'm surprised oh, no, he he's not tweeting. Based from on the what bench. we've heard, yeah. John Dawson just talks all the time, though, too. So. Imagine. He'll Imagine talk. That, right? he'll, he'll talk to you. Uh, okay. Of course, thanks, uh, Chatham Tap and Fishers, for having us as always. The Upland Tap Takeover is tonight, uh, featuring all sorts of beers from Upland that I don't want to go through right now. Um. <laughs> okay. Yes, and we always want to give a shout out. Thank you, uh, the BYB. Thank you, Indy 11, for all the access, everything that you do. Um, obviously, Flat 12 beer, right? Permanent, official beer of the Permanent Relegation Podcast, the full 90 Pale Ale. Uh, make sure you try it. It's delicious. Yes, follow us on Twitter at PR Podcast Show. Check out PermanentRelegation.com. Hit us up on Facebook. We oh, yeah. And all the, this guy did some amazing pictures on Saturday of uh, the, the BYB and the game and everything like that. So check out our website. There's a folder that we made just for the game on Saturday. We got a couple of videos out on our YouTube page, too. Got so. that beard, baby. I got, you got it. it. Oh, yes. Oh, man. oh, it looks good. It, go. It's gleaming we'll show, in that. We'll we'll I'm going to have to get a hold of that so right. I can. Right. But we appreciate you guys media. coming on. Uh, as always, you can watch us on YouTube, and we'll be back uh, probably next week. Yes. All right. Thanks, Sweet. guys. Hello, Madrid. Thanks. Glory, glory, maybe night. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> glory, glory.